Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. While we're on vacation, we've got together some of our favorite moments for you from the last couple of months. Of course, we're still keeping up with everything that's going on with you on social media, and we will also have several brand new uh, Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast while we're out. But we'll be back before you know it. Murphy's been over at um, Dane's house a lot lately, your dad's house. My late father's house. Yeah, Mm -hmm. doing some important stuff. Well, I mean, there's a whole lot of cleaning up and things to do. And uh, we were able to salvage a lot of photos. He had 7,000 photos he'd uploaded on his computer. And at first we were locked out of the computer, but we got into it. And uh, <laughs> Sneaky. <laughs> after hiring somebody from overseas. No. Um, you know, so, okay. Russian <laughs> that we're all Russian the hack- hackers. Yeah, exactly, the hackers. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so one thing that I discovered, though, stopped me stone cold in my tracks and really just... You, so you have these moments where you realize you come across some of the last times and last things that a parent did before mm-hmm. they passed on. And when I rebooted the computer, his Amazon Music account popped up. And the first thing that popped up were recent the, the history. Yeah. So like I actually, what he'd listened to. So I saw the last, last stuff he listened to. Yes, exactly. And it really, you know, that was one thing my dad and I shared. He was the, one of the people who gave me my great love for music. So as I sat there and started clicking through, I'm just you like... you see the date when he listened to things, No, it didn't, too? It oh, no, didn't it say like that. that. But I mean, mm-hmm. but he... It, I mean, it, it just... None of it, you know, surprised me, but it's all music that made me think of my dad because there's so many rock bands that he, he loved, especially mm-hmm. from the 70s. So this song was... There. Yeah! Oh. Nice. So he was jamming. It's good stuff, man. Yeah. Did he crank it? When we were at his house, he didn't yeah. crank it. Yeah, he, but he still did. I mean, we were kids. <laughs> I know he we crank it, it at so, home. Yeah, but, right. Okay. Um, this song. Hey, 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 yeah. Jazz Joplin. Yeah. Then there were some like pop songs like this one. Oh, fun. That's just a happy song. Then late '70s stuff. Do you think he had a playlist that was just rotating, or he chose those? Oh, he chose these songs. Mm-hmm. Whatever would happen, he would either see it or whatever is suggested. He's like, i got to go hear that song. Okay. And, you know, this, too. I didn't realize my dad was a Pink Floyd oh, yeah. fan. You know, sometimes you are in the mood yeah. to let that yes. in. Right. So It almost comes with age, though, that one. The second to last song he listened to was this. Dang. The Hollies, Long Cool Woman. So you know the last song you listened to? Yes. You want to know what the last song was that he listened to before he yeah. passed? I don't know when, but it was the last one was this one. Yes. Oh, he was a huge ELO fan. Yeah. And so Don't yeah. Bring Me Down was the last song. Man. That okay, to. that's going to have new meaning for me yeah. now for the rest of my life. Yeah. Sweet Dane. This story about Goodwill wanting people to stop donating trash, and that was the headline. And Sam misunderstood it. People are not donating garbage bags and things and garbage. But this, mm. these are thrift stores and Goodwill asking the public for a little help. What is it that's I getting think, dropped off? Okay, things that are being donated that you don't want anymore. Awesome. That, um, that are broken. Oh. Like if you're donating a chair with three legs, or if you're donating shame, a, if yeah. you're donating toys yeah. that don't work, 
you understand, they want you to understand that Goodwill says they don't repair or even, they don't have time to clean items. And so. I've never given broken stuff. I don't think I have either. I don't think I have. It's like donating clothes that have holes in them or something. I know. I would just throw that away. But apparently it's a big problem because they have so much stuff coming in. It slows down, you know, their whole process of thrift stores. I, I, I mean, I. I really try to make sure that whatever I stick in a box is something that actually can be resold. <laughs> you Although, don't donate very much, Murphy. Well, no, but yeah, <laughs> you're right. most everything. But like outdated electronics, that would mean that th- those don't have any use either. They're no. not technically broken trash, but they're not useful today. You know, like a computer with a floppy drive or um, yeah. uh, even analog TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what becomes of but, that stuff. Well, but, it, but I'm guessing that they have to probably throw it away because no one's going to buy it right goodwill's goodwill's statement was that items that come in the condition you bring them in you donate them that's where they're going that's the way they're going to go on the sales floor Uh so and what's funny is that your sister murphy is the one who sort of brought that back to my top of my mind when going through your dad's home recently and i was there with her and we were cleaning out um coffee mugs and things like that from the kitchen Mm -hmm. um we were wiping everything down, washing it out with hot water, because if it had been up there forever, it had mm. had dust. dust and stuff. Mm. And she was like, I'm not going to donate dirty stuff, and I'm not going to donate, you know, if it's gross or something like that, we're just going to trash it. Yeah. And I think that's correct. Oh, yeah. You know, they're using it as inventory. The point is, let it have a second life. So, and and the Salvation Army says the same thing. They're only taking high quality, new or gently used goods anymore. They're mm. having to clarify that. So know that. Before you clean out and donate this weekend. You know, we're looking straight at Memorial Day weekend and straight at summer. Boy, that is so true. And Murph, so next weekend. Why don't you just drop it on everybody? What, what one big obnoxious thing you always <laughs> lug out to the beach. Well, like every year, which is fun. I really do enjoy it, but God, it's such it's well, like okay, really so here's I, the deal. It's, I, it's excessive. There are two things that I like to bring to the beach. Can I do the practical one first? It's not the the sure. thing I lug. Sure. Um, you know, because I remember from the from my very first college spring break. This mm. is something I threw in the beach bag because you never knew when you were going to possibly <laughs> need it. Oh wow, there's so many things rushing to my I brain. I know it was in my college beach bag. <laughs> And you know, and it's really just one of those oversized Ziploc bags for, oh, to protect yeah. your phone. You did that protect... in college too. I had no clue when I well, went to the beach uh, in college. I'm lucky anything came back. With I me. do that as a grown up now, but nah. Well, yeah. I always had some piece of electronics I was bringing out onto the beach you've, with me that needed to be protected. You've always right? had electronic respect. Right. So I have not. Which leads me to number two, which is what Jody's talking about, which is music. Yeah. You have to have music on the beach. Now, I am I am respectful though of those around me. I don't try to crank things so high that I'm. You know, interfering with everybody else's enjoyment. But, but when someone next to us cranks their stuff too high, that's when Murphy breaks out the big guns. It's almost like Batman with his gadgets. Because remember last the last time we were at the beach? Yeah. It was, you know, the people next to us, they were playing the same five songs over and over again. And they were playing it really loud. And then so Murphy's like, okay. Well, don't you have that don't giant what I've got? karaoke box with the yeah. cup holders on it and everything? Well, I, I have one that has wheels and a Bluetooth, and it's, you know, I mean, that's a... It does have cup holders, too. It has cup holders, yeah. yeah. And I do love that, you know, that thing. And you can buy, most of the uh, warehouse stores have some version of that. Yeah. That's true. What's funny is I don't remember Eco Gear is the one that I've got, yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's but, tough. But you, if you're going to do that, you know, to the beach, you've got to have, even though it's 
water resistant because none of them are waterproof. By the way, they're water resistant. You want to make sure that it's sealed up from it's the elements. Fine print. Because nothing's going to kill something faster than the beach. And I also don't. Even when I bring that stuff out there, I don't like to leave it in the sand. Oh I God, just, no! I put it on a towel or something like that. He even puts cones out. Like, <laughs> no, not really. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Watch I'm joking. the radio. All right, top three beach pet peeves. If you're heading there, Memorial Day weekend or anytime this summer, the things that people don't like on the beach. Are you ready? Trash. Number three. Trash is number two. Number three, sand flying everywhere. If you take your towel and you shake it out, you might hit somebody in the eye with that. So, you know, that was one of the first pieces of beach etiquette our parents taught us as kids. Yeah. Make sure you know which direction the wind is going (laughs) before (laughs) you shake your towel. Before you shake a towel. Right, exactly. Exactly. Or other things. You look, and if somebody does it, it, they've just not been taught. Yeah. You don't have to go off on them. They oh, just yeah, haven't been right. taught. Or yeah. they're drunk. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Number two, beach trash. Hey, <laughs> We're talking about speaking leaving, of drunk. Le- yeah. <laughs> leaving trash. Yeah. That's, um, it, I that don't know is why a, you would do that. It's the most, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. It's, and it, you, it seems to me that you naturally wouldn't want to see a, yeah, I don't know any what that piece of trash from, but yeah, on but it. But that makes sense, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Of all places, I can't stand litter anyway, but on something so beautiful, it's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. And number one, the music too loud. Yeah. Your music no, being sense. played yeah. too loud because everybody needs to enjoy the beach. Remember that one, Murphy. Love to hear from you, too. 877-310-4MSJ. You have one, Anna? I really hate sand, so all of my pet peeves <laughs> are kind of based around sand okay so for example when someone's like shaking out their towel Mm, and the wind like carries sand onto you oh my gosh i hate that yeah and then also like throwing sand Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you if you hate sand, well, I mean the beach. How is, do you end up at the beach? The beach yeah. is sand. Yeah. I I personally prefer the lake, but my mom um, loves the beach so much, so we yeah. go there gotcha. a lot. I have a little opposite than you. I really like the sand. <laughs> I do not like being in the ocean. Oh. I don't like what rubs up against your yeah. legs <laughs> yeah. and floats around, Agreed. and the feeling of you can be carried away by it. It's kind of scary. That that's true. We could go all together, and you and I could just go shopping. Yeah, I I love that idea. <laughs> Me too. That's what the beach is made for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So no sand for you. Uh huh. Thank you, Anna. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ to join us anytime. And yes, one step closer to Memorial Day weekend. Ah. I, know, I know we still have a few days to get there, but you know, a week or so. But anyway, happy Thursday. You know, we have planned nothing. No plans yet. yet. I know, but we're going to do something fun. I'm going to we're going to make something fun happen. Yeah, well, I mean something that's not you know my tendency is to Take at least a couple of vacation days and like, wow, the things around the house I could get done that I don't ever get don't a chance to do. That. I know. You know that. I know. I, I mean, and that's not really, it's not relaxing. I want to take care of the so, things around the house on the daily. And then when there's actual, you know, vacation time or off time, I want to go pick up explore. your mom and go somewhere. Well, I could always do the front yard like Sam did with his house a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, look, look, look. Speaking of it, speaking of it, RV sales. In America, are skyrocketing right now. So, when did you get the uh, tenement on wheels? <laughs> oh, that there—that's uh, an RV. <laughs> How can I Barred say the word RV that. without thinking of Cousin Eddie? I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. I can't do it. Anyway, they're up. Are you ready for how many sold last year? How many during the pandemic? 
430,000 were sold last year. And right now we're... Really? I know. I know. And so, right now we're told that all the, a lot of the camp, campground areas and places like that are already booked yeah. for the summer. National and state parks are it's record-breaking about you know who's going to be there. Well, I can see, I guess, last year you didn't have much of a choice during the pandemic if you couldn't do the traditional <laughs> vacation and you mm-hmm. knew your family unit, you just... Go do that together. Lock them in an RV but, and take off. But they're, uh, you know, they're they're not Safer. the cheapest things in the world. I know a lot of people that rent them instead of buy them. But you know, yeah, it, I never thought of that. But yeah. I um, mean, they can depending on which kind you get, they can cost as much of a house. That's why it's a, ten, is, though, a would, tenement on wheels. Would you ever consider renting one? Because why? I don't know how yeah. to drive it. Mm-mm. I'm scared of that. Yeah. Well, I, I no for me. So, for me, uh, yeah, I would be I, as long as I could be schooled on it i would yeah. and i think that a lot of them that you rent now they have the little 360 cameras that a lot are that a lot of cars have now too uh-huh. so that you know you've got them on the fenders and you less chance of you uh-huh. clipping a gas pump or something still like that. it's and you still, can watch it as you clip the gas pump well it's I, just i always worry about clearance too you know what i mean yeah. you always see those warning signs on bridges clearance the last thing i want to do is you know lose the top of a rented rv okay. C- cross your finger and hit the gas okay <laughs> God, we made it <laughs> anyway be careful out there this summer anytime you miss the show show it's always there it lives in space on the podcast on the internet you can download the podcast okay it'll go directly to your phone or laptop it's free to download and you can listen to the show on your schedule so just look for murphy sam and jody wherever you find and listen to podcasts Jody, I know you saw this, um, the new term they're using for older millennials, geriatric millennials. Yeah. Uh, millennials uh, yeah. aren't geriatric yet. No, you we're know? not. They, they, they just mean the millennials from the first few year, years of millennial. Okay, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, help me with the group. Okay. Murphy has to be the one to tell me what millennials are again. Well, I mean, I know you said no, we're not, but, but you're, I'm not. unfortunately, you're a, you know, I'm a Gen Xer. Yeah, you're. Not, I mean, not unfortunately, I'm a Gen Xer too. So we're I'm both happy Gen to be Xers. a Gen Xer. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, as a baby boom, baby boomer, the okay. last year of All right, such, boomer. Okay. Uh, you're close enough to be millennials started in '80, but geriatric millennials is what they're calling. That's a new title now for 80 to 85 year old. <laughs> 80. 1980 to 1985. The earlier part then. of it. Why? That would older. be like our former producer, Emily. Yeah. yeah. Well, She's a geriatric What does that mean? It means that you were the start of the millennials, but you also got to experience, you, you're the getting Xers. to experience uh, a, a normal world and a digital world, yes. I guess. I've always felt <laughs> weird Before that social way. and during social media. I told you guys, I felt like we had this childhood we with, you know, too. running barefoot, and then we've got this adulthood with all this technology. I think we're best yeah, of both worlds, I, too. I do, too. I mean, even my mom, who's 81, she right. experienced right. a whole lot more before she got to the sure. digital age. Yeah. But it's it's saying that the geriatric millennials are going to be the ones that are better equipped in the coming few years to handle, sure. to be leaders. Because yes. you've experienced the old, you've experienced the new, you know the best of both worlds. Right. And it's funny, as my son Sammy is he one. He is that. He was born in 80, well, it's a little later than that, yes. 89, and he said that, uh, I sent him a text and sent it to him, he goes, you know what? He says, I feel fortunate I got to see a good bit of life before the internet and smartphones. And after. And that I got to experience it, the beneficial stuff after. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good it's a good foot in both worlds place to be and they are the leaders and our friend Lainey posted about it and she's one. Yeah. And yeah. she's she is that.
She's got a great perspective. Well, I don't know mm-hmm. that she'd like to be called a geriatric oh, she didn't like that. Millennial. If the yeah, post right. was, what did they just call me? Yeah, that's right. the funny thing. A lot of folks jumped on Twitter. It just came out over they the weekend. They don't like the word geriatric. Yeah, one of the ones I saw was, I'm not a geriatric millennial. Now get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, uh, It's a word. It's having a problem with that word. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. You know, we love hearing from you, so join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Sam, did you see the picture of the big basket Murphy brought home from his I dad's know, there house? there was a dog blocking the, the basket. Well, you posted that on our Facebook, Facebook you know, page. Well, I think Champ always thinks that I'm taking pictures of uh-huh. him. Anytime I whip out my camera at home, my phone at home, so he that's, got in the shot. That's because you that's are taking okay. pictures yeah. of him. Well, that's because he's at least gorgeous. five a week. Because he's gorgeous and mm-hmm. perfect. But, um, yeah, so Murphy, of all the, you brought a lot of things home from your dad's home. Giraffe Phoebe. lamp. Phoebe got the giraffe lamp, which is really tall. It's all neck. The living it's, room owl. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> the garden owl is outside on the deck. Now it is. Yeah. It was it, inside in my parents' home, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I do move it around every couple of days like you're supposed to so the dogs don't get fooled that the predatory bird is plastic. Um, Do the dogs pay any attention to it? Yes. Our, wow. You don't know this, Murphy, but Edie, the uh, big black lab, yeah. when I moved it the other day, she got all startled by it and barked at it for a Did few she minutes. really? So yeah. what's, see, to me, the one who needs to be afraid of it is our, is our long-haired chihuahua, Sparky. Right. Because he's the one who is at risk. That's right. He you know can what be saying? picked up by this plastic owl. So, <laughs> he's not worried about and, it. Or maybe he's grateful for the fact that the gal's out there because it keeps everything else away. I don't know. Yeah, true. Right, right. Um, he's that clever. Yeah, but you know, so when my uh, when if we've been, it's going to take us a while to clean up my dad's house. He passed in January. We're still working on it. But the basket that I brought home was actually from my childhood. I had forgotten about that. I was actually when I was a baby, they put me down in that with blankets. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, well, I didn't know that when Murphy brought it home, he brought the big dragon, and I'm like, yeah, I got to think about what to name that dragon. And then this big, beautiful basket, and I'm thinking towels by my tub, yeah, or. And then when I put it in the like in the family area, I ended up throwing my yoga mat in it because I I kept leaning it against the wall and said it's like my yoga mat's in there. And then that's when you told me, yeah, I, they put me in that when I was a baby. <laughs> and I'm like, what? So I put it I put it on. Vicky says, were his parents going to put the basket um, and send him down the Nile? Yeah, that's it, Moses. Because <laughs> I said, is it horrible for me to use this as a yoga mat holder? It's like, no, it's not unless Murphy doesn't like it. Yeah, it's You a, don't care? I mean, it's a basket. I had forgotten the basket existed. And it's no, a it's, beautiful little basket. Chris says, know. it's a big basket. Chris says, no, it's not horrible. He's not Moses. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. So baby Moses, thank you. We love hearing from you on Facebook or Instagram. So Sam, what... Are you a nervous wreck about this time? <laughs> what one I'm of like kids. the human chihuahua? <laughs> uh, Parker, Parker, my 15 year old, starts his new summer job on Friday, oh, uh, and he's a lifeguard. Now I'm not thinking it's going to go anything like this. Afternoon, ladies. Hi, Afternoon. Parker. Afternoon, Parker. <laughs> Is he hoping yeah. it goes something like that where he, all the ladies are there to dig him? He probably has no clue. But, I mean, I'm nervous because it's it's, it's a life, it's job. a lifeguard job. He's a 15-year-old, and he's responsible for people's lives if something yeah. happens okay. in the pool. Does now, he? now, he has been trained. He has had CPR training. He's had the full lifeguard training for like a whole weekend. A <laughs> whole weekend. <laughs> So he's good to go. <laughs> and it's not like he's going to be at the pool by himself. It's like 
it, the company that he's working for, they the, all the country clubs, they supply the lifeguards. So he's with a group of lifeguards. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, but it's still it's, it's still, like, well, you're naturally I know Parker, nervous, Nelly. But I know Parker. Like if Sammy had to do it, Sammy's responsible enough. I know he'd be like focused. Parker, he's, I, I, he just can't you. sit in one place for fifteen minutes. You know, and that well, that, there, there's technically going to be a lot going on. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I mean, I've. I've heard that one of the biggest challenges of being a lifeguard is staying awake. <laughs> it's true. Can you imagine that sitting anyway, in the you know? sun underneath right. the thing with the whistle? You got sunglasses on. Nobody knows if you're awake or not. <laughs> and I. Well, you know, y'all are really easing my fears. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't sit still well, especially in warm places. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be plenty going on in those first couple of days. He's going to be concerned. He will he will want to make sure he's doing his job. Yeah. So I bet you he's going to be fine. And probably, you know, those first few days, they probably will watch them a little closer to make sure they're doing the it right. Lifeguards will be watched. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because you have your, we all do it. We all have our kids in, in a certain box because of what they've shown us that when they were children, yeah. we raised them. And then, but they get out on their own in life and they do they will impress you. They will surprise you. Yeah. He's figuring out who he is. He's going to wear this, you know, label Whistle. like, you know, I feel like he's going to make you proud. I know if it was a lifeguard video game, he would ace it. <laughs> it's not. Today's a significant date in Murphy's life, although I couldn't remember this date for years and then you had this conversation with Taylor the other night. You want to tell Sam what day it is, Murphy? Yeah, it's my birthday. You know, no. it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not true. It is. Everybody knows it's May 19th. Why do you want to do that? Yeah. Uh, I know, I'm joking. Actually, so this is what my dad would have called his other birthday. Right. Because my dad and I have something in common, my late father and I, uh, where you know he stopped drinking and he celebrated 30 years before he passed away of not having drinks. So today, for me, it is 10 years. Wow. And so, yeah, last drink was May 19th, 2011. Isn't there some term for that? Like a decade? You made a decade or something? Maybe there is. Oh, do they like have a special the chip for that? Probably. They, they might. I don't Pro- know. Probably. But uh, you Obviously, you're working your own program. <laughs> But yeah. you know, but I have been very uh, upfront with Taylor and Phoebe, you know, throughout this whole process because I wanted them to know. Look, you know, you know, Dad has something that you may genetically be predisposed to. You may not. You know, who knows? You just need to be aware of it if you see this this pattern start to pop mm-hmm. up in your life. But um, so Taylor joked, or somebody joked about, "Wow, we should just celebrate." And I'm like, "Well," and I realized that that's when the pressure hit me. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's like I'm I'm. I'm excited that this is the accomplishment. I really am, uh, and it's still one day. But I don't want to throw a party for it. Of course, because there's something I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. It's but, personal, right? Well, it's not it's that just, it's just personal. It's that it it's pressure. It's you don't want to add weight to the day. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to add the okay. I celebrate. You know, t- it just feels more lofty than just one day at a time. I guess is what I'm saying. Right. And so, um, well, what, so anyway, what, you do, it's, it's, what you've kinda, done is one day at a time for ten years. Yes. And that's what you'll continue to do is that's one true. day at a time, right. right? But I can't believe it. I mean, that's why, you know, and, and, I, and I don't want to try to look, you know, project any farther than this in the future. Right, good. But it, it is just, you know, today, and 
And I'm really, when I start to think back and I can rewind all the moments of the things that actually happen, Mm. which I suppose I will share all the details here on the show at one point and at some point in the future. Well, we have an after the show podcast. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. But, you know, I mean, it's the situation I put myself in and a lot of other people in was not a situation that anybody should have been put in. And it was because I had no control over alcohol Uh, and I still don't. So that's why I don't touch it anymore and so today do you say that? makes the 10th year of not yeah. not having to drink i guess so, congratulations are not in order but just proud of you how about that i'll That's drink perfect. to that thank okay. you thanks sam love hearing from you so keep it coming 877-310-4msj join us anytime and if we miss you you can leave a message and boy do you let's get some never miss a call Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Good morning, you three. This is Ron, the the Cuban cigar guy. (laughs) Hi, Ron. I just want to give a shout-out to Murphy and congratulate him on his 10 years. I don't know about you, but uh, once I quit drinking, I found I had to find new friends. The old ones just kind of went away. But anyway, uh, last December 11th, I celebrated 37 years. Wow. So you're in a... You're in a good club. Mm. And uh, my ex-wife once said, I couldn't go 10 days without drinking. Mm. Well, I think uh, I and you both have exceeded that by far. So, again, congratulations. Keep up the good work. You can do it. Love hearing from you guys. Mm. Listen to you every morning down the shop. So, uh, again, have a great day, and thanks a lot. Thank you, Ron. Ron, thank you for leaving that message. I'm sorry that we missed your call. Me too. Yeah, I I really appreciate that. Um, and I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that. I was, I'm really glad that Ron shared that. When you he, never know. When he said he left his friends behind, I was wondering if he was going to throw in Jack and Jim and. <laughs> oh, the names. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I okay. get it. Sam's always Jack looking for Daniels, the Daniels, Jim Beam. You know what? Right. It's right. sad when that happens. I think that that's something that's not talked about much either. Is that when you change and you, if you have, if you're forced to change your life, you choose to change your life and and not drink anymore or do drugs or whatever. Yeah. Others around you also, it's different for them. Yeah. We went through a little bit of that. Like you, we don't keep alcohol in the house anymore, and it's okay with me. But if it if it hadn't been okay with me, you and I, Murphy, could have had hit some bumps. Yeah, you know, I uh, and we didn't. I, I all of my friends are still my friends. I think everybody was a little uncomfortable at first, like, okay, well, wait, I don't want right. to drink around you if you just quit and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we got past that, and I, I think I made everybody comfortable with that. Right. And I don't know I don't know that I had any just drinking buddies for the sake of drinking buddies. I guess I did have a few people that I would only see at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, yeah, those you, I don't see anymore. You actually had to yeah. request that meetings weren't held at yes. bars anymore. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> because that's the night, the night that this happened for you 10 years ago that you had to stop, it started with a meeting. Remember? It did. I and not the kind that you well, go to yeah. when you're in AA. Okay. Correct. Thank you, Ron. 877-310-4MSJ. Jody, you know I'm reading that book on the MTV VJs, the original ones. Oh, so cool, Sam. I found out that uh, John Waite wrote Missing You about Nina Blackwood. Did you know that? No. Uh-huh. Are you kidding me? Read it yourself. It's, it's the in greatest, the Not So Serious Book Club. One of the greatest stories, uh, songs ever. Yeah. Okay, check out what you can be reading for summer, too. MurphySamAndJody.com. Big night tonight for uh, child number three in my five. Jackson. Yes, it is. What's up? He graduates tonight from high school. Oh, that's big. And you're going to get to go, right? Uh, Yes, I'm going. They had to move it because of inclement weather. But, yeah, we're going tonight. There's a party Friday night. 
Well, Where's actually, the party? We're going to do hibachi. He doesn't. <gasps> he doesn't want a party or Ooh, a big to do. Yeah. Clever. Can, want a hibachi. can Jody and I come? <laughs> you <laughs> I don't invite I, yourself. I had hibachi in a while. I, I like I, it. I, well, mom, mom made reservations for twenty. So if we got a couple extra slides, <laughs> Miss Judy's going to be there. No, not my mom. His oh, mom. Oh, his mom. Okay. okay. She might. Well, she's not going to want us now. I just remember a hibachi table at seats 20, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. There are a couple of places I've been where we've, you know, the four, three of us have gone five, together 10, to places. 15, 20. It's a four. I just, yeah, four my, I mean, I love catching the egg when it's thrown at me okay. in my Good. mouth. So we were talking about graduation here. Yeah. It got off in hibachi. Sorry. Um, I am passing something down to Jackson, and it's not going to be one of these, you know, grandpa's old pocket watch. It's a book that uh, Jackson's mom gave me when we were married called <gasps> Don't Sweat the Small, small stuff, stuff, and it's all small stuff. Yes. Oh, that's lovely, Sam. Because uh, I got book. my fill of that book, trust me. And it was given to me at a time when, well, of course, I still do sweat some small stuffs. You do. But uh, you do. I really sweated small stuff constantly. That's lovely. She gave it to you in the beginning of your marriage? Yeah, to say, Aww. chill out, dude. Good for you. That's beautiful. Now, does she know you're passing it down? Is no. She's a Okay. I, I gave she's... this to you, not for Jackson. <laughs> no, no, but I figured, you know what? I, I mean, I know Jackson, and Jackson has some of my tendencies to sweat small stuff. Right, right. Really get fixated on certain small things yeah. that really don't matter. Um, yeah. Like one of the things in the books, remember when you die and your inbox won't be empty? It's true. Yes. Now, the, right. the funny thing is, I'm sitting here, and I'm going to give it to him, and I, real, and, and I looked into it, and they actually have one for teenagers now. Right. Don't sweat the small stuff for, for teens. For teens, yeah. But I'm going to give him this one because he's he's going to be 18 soon, moving on in life. Here's, are you, Did she write in it to you? No, I actually looked for that to see, because I, if, if she did, I was going to write under it and say, now it's your turn or something. But write yeah. in it anyway. Now it's your That's turn. That's what makes it a good gift. Yeah, you I can might. write it's in it that your mother gift. gave me this, and I want to give it to you. <laughs> that is really beautiful. I, I think that is beautiful. In case you missed it yesterday, we are getting you ready for summer and the beach specifically. Oh, there's a lot more to summer than just the beach. Oh, but boy, is that true? Beach yeah. pet peeves. We talked about the top three. Number three, slinging sand. Okay? Yeah. Ouch. If you've ever gotten in the eye. Um, number two, leaving trash or garbage on the beautiful, part of the most beautiful thing in the, on, on earth is a beach. Don't leave trash or cigarettes or whatever. And number one, the most common recent pet peeve is music being cranked too yeah. loud next to you that you didn't choose. Like maybe you don't want to, you know, Help me with a song. <laughs> Baby, you a song. I don't know. Maybe you don't want to do Marilyn that Marilyn Manson is not good for the beach. <laughs> well, I mean, for the last time that that happened to us, I, as much as I love George Strait, it was just too loud for an hour. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you remember yeah, that? I do remember that. But, that, uh, but you, yeah. you, you showed them, Murph. Remember, you, you, you put on the Rolling Stones. Uh, well, just in our little circle. I wasn't uh, trying to make it louder. Speaker. With your big speaker. Okay, so I eight, see you handled it <laughs> diplomatically. 877-310-4MSJ. What about your beach peeves? How are you, Kathy? Good. I um, have a pet peeve about the beach. You do? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I actually live at the beach, mm-hmm. so it really bugs me when people feed the seagulls. Uh, I don't know if yeah. the beach you go to, but they, like, throw the, the crackers or whatever up in the air, and the next thing you know, there's a whole swarm of seagulls, like, flying around their right. beach yeah. town. They're pooping everywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> I will tell you honestly, though, a long time ago, I did feed them. 
It's been a long time since I did that because I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so exciting to interact with these beautiful things. Yeah, it's hard to keep the kids from wanting to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But I hear you. I know. You feed one, and then they all come to your house. Yeah, they're like flying rats. And then you're right. You've unleashed a, a, a pest. A swarm of pests on everybody who's trying to enjoy the beach. Right. Well, I thank you for your perspective. We need it. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too, Kathy. Well, you know, I mean, it's, I think the last couple of times we've gone to the beach, the little condos we have rented, there's it's a policy a, of that. You do not, not feed, feeding. Don't hang your, your beach towels on the railing and don't feed the seagulls. Yeah, right? the beach yeah. towels on the railing thing, too. Because you'll be down on the beach and you'll look up and you'll see them. And you're like, man, I want to know where that one is. <laughs> well, you know, it's eventually going to fly down and hit somebody, you know. <laughs> Love hearing from you, so join us, 877-310-4MSJ. Social media connect. Or hit us up there on Facebook or Instagram. And so we posted the top three beach pet peeves uh, for those who love summer. Number n- summer <laughs> number three being slinging sand. Mm-hmm. Number two being uh, <laughs> leaving any sort of trash on the beautiful, beautiful natural beach. And number one, music too loud. Mean like this? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, anything that you didn't choose. So peaceful out here. That's overpowered. Well, so there's right. nothing wrong with ACDC. However, no, when you. It's good you know, stuff. That's that loud. Right. Yeah. My best friend says that too. She's like, I'm there to hear the ocean waves. She's like, earbuds, please. She wants to hand out earbuds at the beach. Yeah. She does. Okay. So from our Facebook page, we asked though, what pet peeves are we missing from that top three list? And boy, did they start coming in. Uh, Amy says, when there's uh, 500 feet. No one around you, and then somebody decides to plop down 10 feet away, which that happens, right? Or, or right in front of you. Oh, in front is a problem, yeah. It's like I got the most perfect view of the waves <laughs> all day today. Hey, honey, yeah. right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and seriously? then they also play the music. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a very tough expectation, it you is. know, with this time of year. It anyway, is. When everybody's Anna traveling. says, unattended kids <clears throat> and distracted parents. Yeah. Mm, that's a real yeah. thing, and it happens, and you don't want to say anything, but then again, maybe sometimes you have to. Okay, so a lot of people are saying not filling in holes that you or your kids dig. Not only dangerous to people walking at night, but the holes prevent sea turtles from being able to return to the ocean after laying their eggs. It's oh. true. Um, <clears throat> Melinda says letting their dogs poo and not cleaning it up. <laughs> well, and, and on some beaches, the dogs aren't even supposed to be on the beach. But, yeah. I've rarely seen dogs on the beaches where we go, Murphy. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome, though, to bring Champ to the beach? Well, the beach that we go to, unless you actually own the condo or house that you're in, you can't. That's and Actually, right. even then, I don't think you can bring the dog on the beach. On the actual beach, right. because, man, a dog would have a blast. Uh, in what the about sand, letting though? babies poop on the beach? Okay, that's accidental. <laughs> If and when that happens. Keep it coming. You know we love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Okay, Sam. You put something pretty sexy on uh, our Facebook and Instagram this weekend. We got to talk about it. You like that outfit? (laughs) Disney World Buffalo Chicken Grilled Cheese. Yeah. Hit us. Okay. So you went to Disney World. You got the recipe. You came back. Man, I am tired this morning. Um, No, okay. So you know when... Lately, when the kids come up, it's really just Parker. Yes. And so it's like, you know, you're here. Tell me what you want to eat. You know, the kitchen's open. I can do it. Nice. And he goes, there was this thing I saw on TikTok. It was a, it was like a grilled cheese sandwich. It's like, all right, well, send it to me. <laughs> you love to do grilled cheese, just like the guy on the, sh- the movie show. Oh, yeah. And so he sends it to me, and it's a buffalo chicken grilled cheese. You, and you get a rotisserie chicken. You rip <sighs> it apart. Yeah. And then you put everything. It's like two kinds of cheeses, cream cheese, and some... Uh 
buffalo sauce. Oh, wait. You put cream cheese on a sandwich and you grill it. It is next level. That makes anything crazy good. And I was a little hesitant because, you know, I don't like buffalo sauce, that that vinegar, you know, stuff. Yeah. But I did it. And I made when I made his, I made me one just to see. And oh, my God. (laughs) It was like. I, I got to make them. I made another one right at right there on the spot. It was so good. It is it like a chicken salad? Yeah, put together that you then grill. It's like a chicken salad. It's it, it almost looks Man. like a pimento cheese looking oh, thing because it's that, that orange sounds, color. Yes, yum. And, and they put <laughs> it's really healthy too. They put mayonnaise on the outside of the bread. That's what you grill it with instead it's, of butter. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Emerald. I've never heard of that. Oh, God. That's better than butter? It was so good. Did you do it on your outside grill? Well, duh. Oh, my gosh. You could have had a party with a line down the street. So this is what they serve at Disney? Apparently, it's It's a a Disney Disney World thing. I've never heard of it, but that doesn't mean anything. Well, when I put it up on our Facebook page, a couple of folks said, yeah, we had that at Disney, so it must be legit. I know. Um, Scott asks if you're delivering. Uh-huh. Christy says, yummy. And Kathy says, can't wait to try it. Thank you for sharing the recipe. You did post the recipe, not just on our Facebook page, though, but on our website. Oh, yeah, it's right? on the website. So Murphy, with a picture of the sandwiches. So, murphysamandjody.com. Mm. If you want the. Di- Can we say that it's the Disney World? Well, TikTok I wondered that when I put it. Okay, so then it's a buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich for you, ladies and gentlemen. From gents. a famous amusement park. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and thank you, Sam. Murphy, you know how like at Best Buy, we love that feature they started when the COVID hit, where you drive up, they come out, you tell them what car, what slot you're in in the car, and they bring out whatever you purchase. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. a lot curbside. of curbside pickup for a lot yeah. of businesses. Yeah, I found one. This is great, especially for the summer. Uh, tractor Supply. You get their app, and okay. if your you know your propane tank runs out, you drive I don't do up. That. Murphy does that. Well, you know, yeah, for barbecue pits, fire pits, whatever. You drive up, you'd say, "I'm here," and it's the same thing. You know, you tell them what slot you're in your car. Cars gray, Hyundai, whatever. Guy comes running out with a tank of gas, gives it to you, and takes your old tank. Boom, you're on your way. That is easy. That is awesome. Not, not that it was that much more difficult in front of Lowe's or Home Depot. I, I, I'm insane. But Wait, it is this cool. Thing, you don't have to walk I, in? Is that no. the point? Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. You used to have to walk easy. in, even at grocery right. stores. You walk in and say, I want to refill, and they call somebody, and they go out. Right. Okay. Unlock the cage yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Don't even have yeah. to get out the car now. So I wish I'd have known this before Memorial Day. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Sam. A little day late there. Loser. <laughs>